Why wait until Friday to start your weekend? Go ahead, start right now. You're thirsty now, and 93.7 The Ticket is here to help you stock up. Just in time for the weekend when I like to hit the clubs. Time to broaden your horizons and try some new wine and beer. It's Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Oh, that was a beauty. That I don't was a know great they, one. They get a whole lot better than that. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. almost just as good. Those mics are perfect, right? <laughs> Fellas! <laughs> How's it going? It's Kevin Meyer of Meyer's Cork and Bottle in for Thirsty Thursdays here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket, one of our favorite times of the weekend. It's basically a whole alcohol hour for us here on the block. We just talked about uh, the Huskers, um, the University of Nebraska Board of Regents, which is considering changing its policy next week for allowing for the sale and consumption of alcohol beverages at athletic events. We'll get Kevin Meyer's opinion on that here in a moment. We also have Strick uh, taking his uh, sip of wine uh, back uh, in back, his oh, home. Back, oh, home. Back. But we better uh, work on uh, on some sound as well. Uh, as we usually do uh, when we try to do more than what we can with alcohol. That that, that can happen at times. But uh, <laughs> Before we get into the, the drinks that you brought in today, which look, uh, it's hard to, to wait because it looks really good, actually. But uh, what are your opinions on potential alcoholic sales here in uh, Nebraska sporting events? It's been it's been the kind of put to the side for a long time. Looks like there's some momentum behind it now. Yeah, I think that uh, it's been proven that it can be done and it can be done the right way. I think that... Um, uh, you know, it's an obvious choice when it comes to looking for alternate revenue streams for the university. Um, I would like Myers Cork and Bottle to have a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm not saying we do it all, but we could have a we could have a booth. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But uh, uh, it it's I think it's inevitable pretty much, and and uh, and it's just going to add to the fan experience. I would like to see. Uh, you know the some stadium upgrades, some uh, you know some what do you what do you call those just hangout areas like atriums? Oh or, yeah, you know like it's a good idea. Y- you know you could take a section in the back and just create like a sports bar. You have these great big TVs. You have a bar there. You have high top tables, and you could buy tickets just to go in to sit there or stand Play there and watch the game in the stadium, yeah. drinking beers. You know, and I think that would be a super cool fan. Uh, added experience and 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 it's being done and and I just think that you know we need well, to do it too. So. That's part of the survey they put out there was areas like that basically you know trying to promote potentially having alcohol down the down the road or sooner rather than later at UNL. They were talking about upgrades to the stadium. Do we want to have these areas like this where you can convene? I Certainly, think, I think absolutely. It. I mean, yeah. you have it at Haymarket Park, but you can drink when Salt Dogs are playing, but you can't when the Huskers are playing. Well, it's, you know, it just lends itself to that. Um, you know, the, my biggest concern, I guess, would be is that how much, if any, uh, are you taking away from local businesses uh, that rely on those Husker football Saturdays for revenue? Uh, many of them pay uh, premium levels of rent just to get those seven home games or six home games. Uh, and, and that's how they make their whole year. And so, you know, essentially the university then is a de facto competitor. Uh, but to what degree? Because, you know, again, if there's 90,000 or 85,000 in this, in the stadium and uh, they're not going to be at the local bar or restaurant while they're in the stadium anyway. Now, they'll still probably go beforehand and after afterwards, but during the game, 
I, I don't know that they're actually going to be competitors. So you could there are things you could do to circumvent that competitions uh, aspect where like you know maybe you shut off the alcohol sales at, at uh, you know middle of the third quarter or, or by the end of the third quarter uh, and then you know that gives people a chance to sort of dry out for a couple hours before they head home I don't know there's lots of caveats and lots of uh, pluses and minuses but uh, you know we all want to see the the university be successful and the Huskers be successful and if that's a piece of it then so be it yeah, it's exciting times. We'll see if that can uh, is around the corner. Um, I don't think we can still hear uh, Strix, so uh, maybe we can't have him on the block again. But we'll try. I heard him uh, earlier. Just had it. We hear him earlier. So we can't hear you still, Strix. Say something. No, we can't hear Strix. Anyway, let's. Well, shoot. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. I'm Technology. like Strix Kryptonite. Every time I come in, it just <laughs> goes haywire. Something Sorry, buddy. Yeah, but uh, anyways, he's he's still drinking some wine, so he's feeling good back in his helm. Uh, and we can watch him on the on the on the on the stream if you want to as well, drinking his wine. What do we have here? This is called Il Cure, and it is a California Chardonnay. Uh, it's our new featured wine of the month, and Il Cure is the Italian word means the heart. And so they have a nice um, label that has a heart on it, and and there's there's also two reds. There's a, a Zinfandel and a Cabernet, but we chose it specifically for our Winery of the Month feature for February because Valentine's Day is coming up. So, fellas, if you want something romantic, something romantic some, some sort of basic uh, thing to uh, take home for for your loved one, uh, you know, it's it's great wine, has the right look, and they're on sale fifteen ninety nine. Uh, this is the white, and like I said, it's a Chardonnay, and and basically Chardonnay is going to be a little more full bodied white. It's uh, it's mostly on the dry side. Uh, our California Chardonnays, though, it will also put in new oak, so it picks up a little bit of that oak nuance. And then they'll also put it through a process called malolactic fermentation. And what that means is that the natural acidity in the wine is changed. And uh, so the natural acidity is called malic acid. And that's that sort of uh, crisp, zippy, zingy mouthfeel that you get. Uh, well, they convert it to lactic acid or lactose, the same acid type found in milks. And, and so that's why oftentimes California Chardonnays are described as being buttery. And it's because of that process uh, of the oak barrel, the new oak barrel aging and, and the malolactic fermentation. But uh, uh, great pairings with this. You know, a, a good Valentine's thing is doing crab legs or lobster tail. You know, and, and a lot of times those will have like a lemon butter sauce. That lends itself to this perfectly. Um also, like uh, maybe like a linguine with a white sauce oh, yeah. would lend that uh, lend itself to that perfectly. Uh, even like salmon, you know, you squeeze a little bit of lime or a little bit of uh, lemon over your salmon. That lends itself to this really well too. I seem to be more of a of a white wine type of guy than a than a red wine type of guy. Is there is there a, is there like a stereotypes or anything that fall <laughs> into that? I suppose, or there would be there a reason beyond that? Or uh, generally speaking, that if you don't have a ton of wine drinking experience generally as americans we like things cold yep mm -hmm. uh you we like our beer cold our soda pop cold our gatorade cold bottled water and we drink our beverages cold and so when you drink a red wine you generally don't chill it it's generally going to be room temp and so that can sometimes be a turnoff for some people because they're used to their beverages being cold um now, again, it's just a question of experience, too. So the more things you try, the more your taste will develop. And, and that's the whole idea of Thirsty Thursday in a nutshell. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I'm still staying in the, in the past of just drinking white wine. And, <laughs> and someday way. you'll graduate to reds. Maybe. Uh, I, I mean, think it was communion that maybe turned me off from red wine for a little bit before I developed my taste. Uh, no, it doesn't turn me off from it. I still like red wine. I just I prefer white wine. I think you're actually right. It's probably just because of its. It, you know, you usually chill it. So it's a little bit sweeter though, too, right? In general, Kevin, is that it? It can be. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, there are. Uh, plenty of white wines out there that are bone dry that have absolutely zero residual sugar. And essentially, you know, dryness is the absence of residual sugar. Um, and this has, you know, a little bit of that butterscotchy note, a little bit of the uh, uh, buttery note. But I also get some like sort of peachy vibes and, and uh, you know, some various fruits, not really in a sweet way per se, but more aromatics. And uh, it's just a, a nice... Easy drinking Chardonnay for fifteen ninety nine that has go. a good looking label that you can uh, treat your sweetie for, to, for Valentine's. Yeah, it's perfect with the heart on the front. Uh, and, and I don't want to try to pronounce it again. I'll have you do it. It's um, called Il Cure, Il and it's, Cure. it's a, an Italian word, but it's a Mendocino County, California winery. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I asked delicious. you off the air, Kevin, because I'm, I'm curious. Obviously, you guys are a big place to go for Valentine's Day. <laughs> when when do the sales start? picking up like when you start getting seeing the guys in there is it the day before is it two days before february 12th february 12th <laughs> two days before is when it happens that's the trickle the day of is usually the, the big push that is uh, the big day that's yeah perfect. pretty much and, you guys you know, stock up like an extra on, on for those two oh days? yeah yeah okay. yeah we definitely stock up on extra on bubblies and things like this <laughs> that, that will have a um, a nice valentine's message or uh, or nuance and you know it's just kind of one of those things that as men we're we're more the hunter gatherer types right so if we say as an example go we need pants and we find a pair of pants we like we're gonna buy three pairs just in different colors you know (laughs) because we don't want to have to shop three times we're gonna we want to get it all at once we kind of do the same way with uh you know with our our gift giving so we want to do it all at once we don't have to make multiple trips and and that's why generally uh, in my opinion uh why guys tend to wait till the last minute for that stuff <laughs> yeah that's not that we don't sense. care yeah that's absolutely right it's, it's not that um we have very it, complex brains there is something about just uh, getting something done at the last minute it's it's almost fulfilling uh, as well but the the panic that you have before then if if you can't Bach get it, lives it's for the panic scary. theory yeah right that's right panic um, can be a power Powerful motivator, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that over the years. Uh, what are we? What are we going to sip on now? So this is called uh, Cerro Sangria Cider. It's brand new from our local cidery here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Cerro. Uh, they're located around uh, 19th and N streets in Lake Nebraska, and mm, uh, they make great, great ciders. And the other thing I like about their ciders is that they taste like an adult cider not like you're drinking apple juice and uh, they have some complexity to them they almost almost kind of taste like a fruited wine Um, but this is their sangria cider it's brand new Uh, super delicious enough sweetness to give it character but not enough to make it like cloying Um, not a big alcohol kick on the on the end of it I think they're probably you know around five percent five and a half and uh, made locally right here in good old Lincoln, Nebraska. And if you've never been down there, they have a really cool tasting room, and you can do flights where you get, you know, a smaller portion of like four or five different types. And uh, it's it's really a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite date days or nights for me and the wife down at Cerro. 
Yeah, I've got to try that out, especially if they got this down there. This is delicious. It's it's almost it's kind of weird because it it's like I I can't put a finger on it, but there seems to be several sort of tastes that that are going through my mind as I sip on it. Well, and that's sort of sangria in a nutshell. So mm. for those of you playing at home, <laughs> sangria <laughs> is uh, generally a Spanish red wine mixed with fruit and brandy and. Um, uh, sometimes juices and sugar and and they'll just kind of mix all that together and almost make like an alcoholic punch out of it yeah. and uh, so this is sort of a cider version of that and and so you know they'll when they make it they'll you know cut the the oranges and the limes and the lemons and the various fruit um, and just leave it all in there so it all number one it sort of adds flavor but number two it, it looks really cool in the punch bowl or in the pitcher and uh, it's just kind of a fun summary thing, and and uh, it just so happens it's their new seasonal right now. Well, what you said, Kevin, was big. Is like you, you drink the cider, and it just you can tell it's not for kids. Obviously, ciders, alcoholic ciders, are, have been around for a while, but you can tell this one specifically. It's you can tell it's for, for adults. Obviously, it's alcoholic, but it just had a different taste to it. Yeah, a different I mean, feel. We're not children. We don't want to sit there and drink apple juice. Like I've, I, I've had some ciders that like, you couldn't really tell if it was alcoholic or not. If it was, right. Yeah. yeah. And 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 to me, like I don't want you know a cup full of sugar. Right. And yeah, if absolutely. I want apple juice, I'll drink apple juice. But I want a little more complexity of that in my in, in my cider. And uh, I think Saro makes some of the best ciders I've ever had, uh, regardless of where they come from. And they just happen to be from uh, right here in good old Lincoln. Yeah, that's good. Always, uh, if you can support local, that helps too. And it's nice to be able to taste local uh, from Kevin Myers. Uh, or for uh, not, it's not called Kevin Myers, Myers Cork and Bottle, but you you work there. <laughs> I do work. He's there. the man. I, I happen to own the place. He's the man yeah. in charge. Legacy business. I, it's been my full time career for over twenty years. Uh, I was business partners with my father for better part of a decade, and um, uh, it's a you know it's been my family since nineteen seventy eight. I started working there as a part time college kid in nineteen ninety one. Wow. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I sort of grew up not wanting to be in the family business. And, and so after college, I, I got into a corporate wireless telecom, which is as fascinating as it sounds. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, two or three corporate buyouts and three or four name changes later and, and watching all of the, uh, the money get pulled out of, uh, out of Lincoln and, and Nebraska and sent down somewhere else. I was like, you know what? The family business doesn't look like such a bad gig. And so, like I said, it's been my full-time career for well over 20 years. And, uh, I still love going to work every day and, and love helping people pick out stuff and uh, expose us, expose them to some things that normally they wouldn't try themselves and explain why I think they would like it. And, and that's just the fun part of my job. Yeah, I think that your job is, is awesome because how many times are people in a bad mood going to see you? Never or exactly. rarely. Rarely. They're looking for some spirits. <laughs> I did have a lady get mad because uh, she was she, we carded her and she thought we were being discriminatory because oh. she was short. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. You're discriminating against me because I'm short. I'm like, no, you're in a mask, and we're going to card everybody. It's yeah. the law. You yeah. Know? So occasionally it happens, but for the most part, everyone who comes to see me is happy to see me and happy to be there, and I'm happy to see them too. That's kind of surprising that you didn't you didn't uh, take to the family business right away with how knowledgeable you are. I mean, I know you, it's it's like you said you've been in the business for that long, but still, uh, it seems like you're just a natural at it. So well, it it didn't happen overnight. It takes right. you know you show up 
every day for 20 something years and eventually you stop sucking at stuff i'm hoping so i think that's that. what the yeah. ticket's hoping with uh, me but we'll see if it turns out yeah. we'll, uh, or hopefully maybe give me some more time here uh we will uh we are gonna have to finish it off though uh, one more time i uh, try to uh, um, promote these uh, wonderful drinks that we brought yeah. in here so saro cider it's their sangria cider brand new just came into the store today and Il Cure uh, Chardonnay, but there's also a Red Zin and uh, Cabernet, typically 20 bucks, all on sale, fifteen ninety nine with a nice heart on the label, great for Valentine's Day. And uh, we'll bring in one of the Reds next week and try that on the air, and hopefully by that time... Uh, we'll be able to include Strick in the whole process. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give that a shot too. And then anything besides, uh, as far as promotional coming up besides Valentine's Day, uh, you know that's the big kick right now is is Valentine's Day coming up. Obviously, Super Bowl uh, oh, is yeah. coming up, so um, it's kind of nice because what happens in January, a lot of people are doing dry January. They feel kind of fat because of the holidays. They feel kind of broke because their credit card bill came due from all the gift giving, and so. It's a really, really slow month for us, and that's why we did the, you know, the fundraiser uh, or, or the sock drive for mm-hmm. the bourbon raffle, and that's why we do that every year in January. And then usually around middle of February, you have the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, and it kind of gets people back out of hibernation, and so uh, we're excited for that. And come on down and see us. We'll help you out with your Valentine's gifts or uh, or your Super Bowl tailgate stuff absolutely it's never a bad it's never a bad time to go to, to Myers cork and bottle uh, but now would be especially good time to do it uh, so we'd like to thank uh, Kevin Meyer once again for joining us as well as Jake Sortson for jumping in here and taking some sips with us we'll get Strick back on the block here in just around the corner it's time for shootout with Strick give us a call 402-464-5685 like we said it's alcohol hour so it's our alcohol based game show where you just have to beat Strick in some alcohol trivia that's coming up next here give us a call 402-464-5685 for your chance at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Ring. That's next on 93.7 The Ticket.